0: It's not just Brussels versus Budapest, That it's, yeah, actually a majority of Europe versus Budapest that Orban and his regime is very much isolated on this.
1: In a landmark legal action, 15 members of the European Union have taken the extraordinary step of collectively suing the government of Viktor Orbán. This historic move highlights not only the rift between Brussels and Budapest, but also emphasizes that numerous other European capitals have joined forces in opposing the Hungarian government's policies. Welcome to your Actives Beyond the Byline podcast. I am Evikiori and I'm joined by Remy Boni, Executive Director at Forbidden Colors, an LGBTQI plus organization monitoring and advocating against the anti-LGBTQI plus movements in the European Union. Thank you for joining me, Remy, today. Uh, We will be talking about the biggest lawsuit in the history of the European Union against Hungary. So already in 2022, the European Commission referred Hungary to the Court of Justice of the EU over the Child Protection Law, a law that has been criticized by human rights groups and international watchdogs as being discriminatory against LGBTQI people and was described as a disgrace by the European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen. Now, the EU executive contends that the bill violates a series of EU single market laws and that the provisions of this law also violate human dignity, freedom of expression and information. But what exactly is the child protection law?
0: It's basically a law that bans any kind of promotion or depiction of LGBTIQ plus people and rights in places where children could be. It is actually a copy paste of a law that has been introduced in 2013 in Russia as well. So we very, very clearly see which playbook uh, Orban has been using in this. To be very practical about it, uh, what does the law ban? Uh, For instance, to talk about LGBTIQ plus rights in schools, it also bans, for instance, to sell books um, containing LGBTIQ plus content. a radius of 200 meters uh, from schools and churches, which in practice in a city like Budapest means everywhere. It uh, bans to uh, to distribute uh, LGBTQ plus content on, uh, on 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 in the audiovisual media, on television and radio between uh, before 10 o'clock in the evening, basically. So this is kind of the the censorship that Orban is trying to introduce with his law, basically. Um, and um, yeah, obviously this is breaching upon uh, not only EU law but also upon EU norms and values. And so that's why with the introduction of this law in 2021 already, we have been pushing the European Commission to start infringement proceedings against the law. And then uh, basically uh, the the procedure started with the European Commission and really in, in 2022, in December of 2022, the Commission announced during a press conference here in Brussels, that they would take the Hungarian government to court.
1: And you personally and the Forbidden Colors organization played a critical role when it comes to making public the Hungarian government's intentions to impose this law. What were the steps followed and how did you build the case?
0: So basically, uh, we were the organization in 2021 who announced the news uh, about Orbán introducing all of this. So we have indeed been building the case uh, since then. Um, Putting a lot of pressure on member states in, in 2021 maybe you remember that the European Council of of, of, of June uh, 2021 was a, was a very emotional one. Uh, there was a lot of comments about this LGB- anti LGBTQ law by, by Orban at some point. Mark Rutte, the Prime Minister of of, of the Netherlands, even uh, yeah sensed that uh, if Orban is continuing with this kind of this kind of legislation, uh, Hungary is basically putting themselves outside the Union. So this is kind of this was kind of the rhetoric, and we've been. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, trying to isolate or, uh, Orbán a lot on, on all of this. So basically, when then uh, the Commission last year announced that they would start uh, uh, a lawsuit, basically in Luxembourg against Hungary, we were we, we together with our colleagues here in Brussels, but also in Hungary, we started to campaign other member states as well um, to basically convince them uh, to join the the, the proceedings to support the European Commission and and, and, and at the Luxembourg courts uh, because we really also wanted to show that this uh, was breaking Orbán's narrative as. Well, that it's not just Brussels versus Budapest, as Orbán in every single case for the last decade basically has been saying on LGBTQ rights, but also on the rule of law issues and other democratic issues. So we wanted to show that it's not just Brussels versus Budapest, that it's yeah actually a majority of Europe versus Budapest, and that Orbán and his regime is very much isolated on this.
1: So now fast forward, 15 countries, Belgium, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, Portugal, Denmark, Austria, Malta, Spain, Ireland, Slovenia, Greece, France and Germany have joined this lawsuit blaming Hungary that is breaching EU laws and violates human rights.
0: For them it's for instance the first time ever that they joined a, a court case against another member states. Um, and uh, it's not just on the small countries where this is the first time. We actually were able to, re- to write a little bit of French legal history as well, because France also never joined a, a court case ever against other member states. It's it's very much a first time for a lot of for a lot of countries to do such a thing. And, and we're very happy that this happens now in LGBTIQ plus rights, because it also very much shows uh, that actually LGBTIQ plus rights do belong. To to these core norms and values of the European Union.
1: And these countries were followed by Sweden and Finland in a surprising move uh, from their part because of their bids to join NATO and their negotiations with Hungary to support their candidate status, causing in this way the immediate reaction of the Hungarian government.
0: Which is also very, very particular because, as you, as your listeners also know, the the, 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 the debate between Hungary and uh, and Sweden and Finland has been be, has been very hard, especially because Finland and Sweden uh, both want to become member of NATO. Uh, basically, we know that Orban has been using this case as a bargaining chip uh, with uh, with Sweden and Finland uh, to become uh, to to basically give them to, to do the accession vote at the, the Hungarian Parliament. Now, uh, Finland basically uh, got the accession to NATO. And on the day of the accession uh, of the official accession of NATO, also Finland announced that they would join the case uh, and the case of Sweden. Sweden was like, yeah, it doesn't look very, very good for our, for our future uh, uh, within NATO with Hungary anyway. So we're joining the case also.
1: As a response to Finland's move to join this lawsuit, the Hungarian secretary of state, uh, Thomas Menzer, escalated the existing tension between the two parts by saying that our Finnish friends still have a lot to learn about integrity. Begging, he said, until you get what you want, and then immediately turning your back, that's not what decent people do, and this isn't a reflection on us, but on them. Harsh words here, I would say. On the other hand, regarding Sweden, who is still waiting to join NATO, Secretary Menzer mentioned that Hungary still expects Sweden to make some reassuring moves about its desire to cooperate with Hungary based on mutual respect within the Allied system. So it will be interesting to see how uh, the ongoing discussions about supporting or not Sweden's NATO bid will evolve in the future. But Remy, what makes this move from the EU parliament and these 15 countries so important?
0: Well, first of all, it is important to show indeed that uh, LGBTIQ plus rights are uh, part of the European norms and values. Uh, But second of all, it is uh, very much important to break Viktor Orbán's narrative, to break uh, the narrative of Brussels versus Budapest or Budapest versus Brussels. We show now that 15 capitals of of, of the European Union say enough to Viktor Orbán and say, look, but your introduction of these anti-LGBTQ laws and this basically copy pasting of Kremlin, Kremlin legislation, we say enough to you and we are going to take to court and take action against all of this, not just to attack Hungary, but because actually the the, the member states are doing this to save Hungary, to save Hungarian LGBTIQ plus people, and to save Hungarian children that are now today denied of basic uh, sex uh, education and, and so on.
1: And now what? We have this lawsuit This is a lengthy process that demands lots of work and pressure from the institutions. So what are the next steps required and uh, what can we expect?
0: So the next step is basically in the coming two months, member states are going to provide their written observations. So basically they are going to announce uh, and, and and writing which uh, arguments of the European Commission that they do support. Um, then most probably uh, at the end of the year, uh, the court will start oral hearings. Uh, so there again, the member states will be able to to express their support and to provide their arguments against, against Hungary. Uh, and we do expect a ruling somewhere in uh, the first half of a, uh, of uh, of 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 next year, which might be interesting, because as you know, the presidencies of the of the of the European uh, Council that are upcoming uh, Well, the first half of next year is going to be Belgium, but then there is going to be a change of presidency, and it might be Hungary. Uh, so it's always going to depend on when the court is going to rule. Um, but let's see. Uh, it's. It's it's, uh, the moment we we have been talking with EU law professors from all all over Europe, and they're very much um, enthusiastic about the case because it's in a lot of senses a very first uh, case on everything uh, and the amount of member states joining, also the European Parliament joining. But also, for instance, it's the first time that the European Commission is taking a member state to court um, and uh, on, on the basis of Article 2 of the Treaty of the European Union.
1: The Article 2 of the Treaty of the European Union mentions that the Union is founded on values of respect of human dignity, freedom, democracy, equality, the rule of law and respect of human rights, including the rights of persons belonging to minorities. These values are common to the Member States in a society in which pluralism, non-discrimination, tolerance, justice, solidarity and equality between women and men, prevail
0: I think it's important that we have now showed that indeed LGBTIQ plus rights belong to the core norms and values of the European Union um, and uh, that's uh, that uh, we do call for all, for all your listeners as well to to to, to join our cases and uh, and they can subscribe to our newsletter forbidden uh, uh, hyphen callers dot com and so on um, and follow our social media and uh, we'll be very happy to be in touch with them.
1: Thank you very much. I am Evy Kiori, and this was Your Active's Beyond the Byline podcast. Visit Your Active for the latest news and listen to our tech podcast, agri podcast, and health podcast. And if you haven't subscribed to the Beyond the Byline, you can do so on your favorite podcasting app. If you have any comments or ideas, you can drop a line at podcast at youractive.com. This episode was produced by myself, and I want to thank our executive producer, Malte Gettleson. Thank you for listening, and until next week.